You're listening to The Real Reese. Welcome to my podcast, The Real Reese. My name is Reese, and I'll be your host out every single one of these episodes. And we are back again with my boy Jordan. Just did him in a previous episode, but we had this really cool idea that we both wanted to do. So he is back again, and it's about to be a ton of fun. Um, how are you doing today, bro? I'm doing pretty solid, pretty pretty chill day today, but I was really excited to get this thing going, so heck yeah. Same, and if you guys don't know what we're doing, we are doing our top 20 favorite horror movies. Uh, it's both through our favorite genres of media, so it's just really cool to get to talk about this with someone, finally. Um, Absolutely. Maybe one day we'll do uh, like TV shows, too. Do you watch any horror TV shows, or is it just movies? Uh- Mostly movies, but I could probably come up with some sort of list. Okay, cool. Well, for today, movies is uh, perfectly fine. Uh, do you guys? How do you want to? Do you want to go first, or? Um, I'll let you go first since it's uh, your podcast. Okay, sure, sure. So, if you guys know how we do our top ten or our top twenty ten, however, however many it is, if you don't know how we do that over here. We do our honorable mentions first because by the time we get to like the top three or the top five, we just nobody cares about the honorable mentions anymore. So let's just get them out the way uh, first. <laughs> so I made this list back uh, in 2022, like towards the end of it, so early 2023. And one of these movies was not out yet at the time, which is why one reason why I didn't make the top 20 list. I just haven't had enough time with it. And that is Evil Dead Rise. Um, Ooh, nice. Yeah, not my favorite of the, the Evil Dead franchise. My favorite is actually the 2013 version, which is probably blasphemy to some people, but it is what it is. Um, <laughs> Evil Dead Rise is, I, I had a ton of fun with it. it. It's not, you know, you know how Evil Dead movies are. They're kind of campy. They're, they're kind of. Absolutely. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> it relishes that, that shit. But yeah. yeah. Um, not too much to say about it. Just wanted to mention that it is here. I do have an Evil Dead movie here for those people that, that love that franchise. And my second honorable mention, my only other honorable mention is Hereditary. Um, Hereditary nice. would have been, yeah, it, that movie was great. I, I, I actually really love Hereditary. The only reason it doesn't quite edge out the top 20 for me is because I didn't love it the first time I watched it. Um, and that, that doesn't have to be like a criteria for it to be, you know, in my top whatever list, but just for the sake of this this list and how hard it was to come up with stuff already, I just didn't want to possibly give it a place over something else I enjoyed just a little bit more throughout the entirety of the time I watched it rather than having to watch it two or three times. So that's right, right. Is there. Um, really cool movie, though. I love that movie. That it, it was a bit eerie, you know? Like, it that, is? Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember uh, I do, I, that one stuck with me. I'm not going to lie. I'm not, I doesn't, it's not near my top like 20, but like it stuck with me after a while. And after, you know, watching it, I mean, it's one of those ones I look back on and I'm like, damn, they really did not hold back with some of that imagery. Uh, that's, I was really curious if it, uh, if it did make your list, but you said it wasn't there. Um, nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people love it, man. Like, and for good reason. It was a really good movie, but. Not too much to say about it. Let's move on to your honorable mentions, Jordan. All right. I'm I'm not going to go, like, talk too much about them because I do have several. I'll kind of mm-hmm. bullet point. But you got the original Nightmare on Elm Street. That did not make my top 20 list, surprisingly. Um, cool. Really love it. Obviously, Wes Craven's probably his best movie, in my personal opinion. I know you might say Scream. But <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street was, in my personal opinion, I think his best movie. You know, the iconic Freddy Krueger. You can't really go wrong with him. 
Ah, unless you know, it's like Freddie's dead, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, yeah, Robert England, I've heard so many good stories, he's a really good guy, and mm. then you go to my favorite Nightmare on Elm Street movie, which also didn't make my top 20, but uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors, fantastic sequel. Really? Yeah, it's my personal favorite Nightmare movie, yeah. Okay. I know, it's it's very out there, weird, some of the uh, some of the powers and stuff, you know, with the kids, it's a little <laughs> bit cringy, it was, but... It was fun, it was fun, it was a fun Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. It's like the Avengers of Nightmare films, I guess. It's like you just bring a whole group of kids together, like the X Men. It was kind of cool, but yeah. Um, and then we got Bram Stoker's Dracula with Gary Oldman. Never watched uh, it. Never oh, watched it. it is. Uh, I think it personally, like in a sense, a masterpiece. I'm not very, very visualistic movie. Very cool set pieces and costumes. It's one to definitely check out. Okay. Uh, that one's an honorable mention. The Conjuring, the first movie, is an honorable mention. Ah, oh, really? You didn't make that Yeah. List? No, ah. it's close. It was close. But <laughs> I, yeah, that one, fantastic. First time I ever left a movie theater actually, like, freaked out over a movie. So I hold Man, it pretty I, high. I was so young when I watched that, too. In 2013, I was, I think I was 11 when this came out maybe i was 12 at the time but yeah i feel the same way yeah yeah it's it's a fantastic movie then we got the descent mm. which really good movie as well if you have claustrophobia it's one of the scariest movies you'll ever watch in your life jump scare scared the shit out of me that's for sure i remember that that's that's oh, what yeah. stuck with me the most over the years some crazy jump scares i mean the fact that you're underground like several hundred feet underground and you're crawling through these really tight spaces and there's these things. I, yeah, it's freaky. Uh, that one, the night of the living dead remake from 1990, I truly do have a huge admiration for, I think it's pretty fantastic remake. And then we got it 2017. Oh man. It 2017. Yeah. Did not make my list, but I still truly do love it. So I have to give it an honorable mention. And then we got Stephen King's it from 1990, the TV miniseries, which, um, I know people call it a TV miniseries, but to me, it's just a movie. I, yeah. It's basically a movie. Um, Friday the 13th, 1980, the original Friday the 13th. And then we got The Evil Dead, 1981, as my last honorable mention. Cool. Question about, I, I already know the answer to this, just based <clears throat> on what I know about you. But is there a Friday the 13th on this list in like the actual top 20? Yes. Okay, I figured. Yes, there is. <laughs> 100%. Right. I'll let you start with uh, your 20. Oh, okay. So right into it. My number 20, and this might also be blasphemous for some people, but it is what it is. My top 20 in the one movie from this franchise, I guess you can say, is Carrie, but it's the 2013 version with Chloe Grace Moretz. It's not the one with um, uh, Sissy, uh, what's her name? Sissy Spacek. Spacek, yeah. Not her, unfortunately, but there's a reason for that. For one, uh, I watched this one first. I knew about this one. I was, you know, I was, I'm, I'm in a new generation of horror fans, technically. Nothing wrong with that. Yep. Yeah, I get it. So I watched this one first. I, I was a fan of Chloe already. Um, and I think that, that Chloe fits the, as strange as it may be to say, I think Chloe actually fits the, the character of Carrie a little bit more, like, of what I would imagine Carrie to be like and to look like and to act like. Sissy was a bit too, like, well, first of all, she was a great performance. Don't get me wrong. She was fantastic. But I think she's a bit too not 
awkward enough to me personally, but it's okay. a whole different time period. You know, it's the seventies versus the twenty the twenty tens. So it's it's just acting is different over the years in general. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I just, respectable. No, I, I was just saying respectable. Yeah, <laughs> I was not expecting your list to start out with uh, Carrie the remake, which I actually find to be insanely overhated in my personal opinion. True. Yeah. See, Oh man, I, I made a whole, I don't know if I actually posted this or not, I've had to look back on it, but I made a whole video at least explaining why I think that this movie is just too, too hated and why I, how I justified some of those opinions, but I'm not going to go into that right now because I'll be talking forever, <laughs> but, um, but no, I really liked that. I, I liked what, I liked the character changes. Um, I, the one, the, the twist at the end with, I can't even remember the names because it's been so long. Um. What would be her name? What's the what's the name? The main girl's name? The nice girl, technically. Oh my gosh! Uh, oh, it's been forever. Yeah, I know. I watched it so. Anyway, I like that she was pregnant at the end. I know a lot of people hated it, that fact and the way that, that that played out, but that was great. Miss Dejardin, I think that's the teacher's name or something close to that. Um, I like the character change. I like that she got to live at the end. Um, I know that a lot of people like the fact that she died. It kind of made the tragedy all the more tragic in the original, but I like that she made it out this time. Um, the special effects were nice, especially for 2013, in my opinion. So it was a lot going on in that movie, but I really enjoyed it. No, I, I respect that. I mean, that's, I'm kind of, you got me more excited to hear your list now because it's like, I didn't expect that to be your first, first oh movie. God. Yeah. Not my a lot of people. This is wild. Like you, you, you're going to be surprised. This, this list is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, like personally, personally, I actually prefer because I've seen the 1970s version so many times now. I actually prefer it, but I get, I get what you're saying. It's like, I, I can respect your, your decision too. Like I really can. Yeah. And you know, it, you have that, you know, I mean, like you grew up with this version. It makes sense that you would probably naturally just want to pick this one. And I get it. Like it's a, not a bad remake. It's actually, quite good i think the one argument people will try to make over it was the well i know there was a lot of like talk that chloe grace moretz was like too pretty for the role people were saying but she yeah. she was like an extremely like pretty person mm -hmm. and still is but i i to me it's like you can still be bullied even if you are yeah an attractive person like it can still happen yeah, and, and that, that was my thing too it was I, I liked how socially awkward her version of carrie was over sissy's I don't think Sissy's was quite as, you know, I think in the novel, Stephen King had a very specific appearance for Carrie, which none of them looked like, like not, not Sissy, no. not the one from the second, the, the rage Carrie, not, not Chloe. None of them look like how she's supposed to look. So let's just eliminate that from the board in general and just talk about the behavior. That's why right. I like Chloe's a bit more because of how she acted. You know, I feel, I feel, I feel, I, again, I like, like that's one movie I think, yeah, it gets way more hate than it deserves. It's not a bad remake. It is, yes, it is not really much different than the original, but they do mm -hmm. different things to it to make it kind of its own. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just more modern. And I respect exactly. that because I'm newer. You know, I'm, I'm not as old as <laughs> some of those other hardcore fans is. But yeah. whichever one you pick, like the original, even the Rage, Carrie too. I actually like the Rage a lot. Um, I still have yet to watch that one. It's not bad. Like, I know people may have their opinions on it, like everything else, but it's actually not. I think you'll enjoy it, honestly, for what it is, at least. Okay, okay. I won't give um, any spoilers about it, but yeah, I think you'll like it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely I'm definitely curious to see it, because, again, I'm a big, I'm a massive Stephen King fan. Anything the guy does, I'm, like, down to watch. Same. Same. Uh, my number 20 is a bit more probably predictable than yours, 
Uh, mine's Child's Play too. Okay, nice. Yeah, That's on my list as well. Uh, awesome. My number fourteen, actually. <laughs> oh damn. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Great. Um, Child's Play two to me, I think, just upped everything in every right. Like it took everything and brought it to the next, and I think right direction. I was kind of afraid that Child's Play two was just going to be that stereotypical kind of just slasher sequel. Mm-hmm. and it really wasn't they actually kind of made andy more likable in part two and added uh the older sister kind of character even knowing it really wasn't his older sister they were foster you know children yeah and i really thought she was a good replacement i think her name's kyle kyle was her name yes yes and good replacement from the mom character i think and brad dwarf got to kind of roam a little bit more with the character he got to be more funny and he got even more likable in the second one honestly yeah so I just think everything was just better than the first one. And I like the first one a lot. Uh, same, 100% agree. And I by the way, hmm? that third act is probably one of the best third acts in any agree. horror film by far. Especially a horror sequel. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> May be the best, actually. Not even just in the top. I think it might actually be the best. Um, I. Man, Child's Play 2 is also the one that I picked from the franchise. Uh I always say this. I always say Scream is my favorite movie franchise, easily. Yeah. But when it comes to horror characters, Chucky is my favorite <laughs> horror character. Yeah, sure. Chucky's hard to beat. You got Brad Dorf giving that iconic laugh and that voice. Mm-hmm. Too good. Man. And um, I, I'll say that Child's Play 2 is my favorite, but I also think Child's Play 1 is great, and so is Curse. Curse is really good. Really, Curse really surprised good. me. Yeah, Curse surprised me. Man. Then Have it got ruined with Cole. Uh, I've watched episodes one and two. I still have yet okay. to continue it. I really love the series, man. Like if I if I could do a ranking, I would say that I'll do uh, Child's Play two, and then the two seasons, and then Curse, and then the original. I think that's how I would do that. It's, okay, it's, it gets okay. better. Maybe the first two didn't like grab you, but I think it will eventually. Right, right, and yeah, the whole like. I think Child's Play 2, though, gives us the best version of Chucky, hands oh, down. Child's Play, even just the, the, the pacing of it as well is really cool. Um, it's yep. really great because we, you know, we spent so much of the first movie just wondering, is is he real? Is he not? Like, what's happening? And Child's yeah. Play 2, we kind of just get right to Chucky being Chucky. And that's a, and we get a lot more of him than we did in the original, for sure. Um, exactly. Exactly. Ch- Child's Play 3 is probably the worst to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, seed, seed's mine. Seed is mine. But yeah, it's yeah. one of those two for sure. At least Child's Play 3 still kind of tries to capture some of that classic Chucky feelings every once in a while. But mm-hmm. Seed of Chucky just went too too much into the, the comedy, in my opinion. Yeah. But this yeah, was like the perfect blend of horror and comedy. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, that's why Child's Play 2 made my number 20 spot. Nice pick. And like I said, it's my number 14. Of course, I'll go over it again when we get there, but, you know. Absolutely. Uh, My turn? 19? Yep. Yep. All right. My number 19 is 2014's It Follows. Oh. Yeah, man. It Follows. This this movie had the single, like, biggest jump scare of my life, I think. And it's not even a jump scare. Uh, Have you seen the movie yet? Yes, I've seen it, like, three times, I think. Okay, the tall guy entering the room was the yeah, shit I ever watched. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
it follows though. I think I I appreciate this movie more now that I'm older, as opposed to back then. Even though I did like it back then, just the the message in general, the the kind of subtle messages we get with that movie, I really appreciate the whole. It, it's mostly about. Well, it's it's a lot of ways to take it, but for the most part, if you just go baseline, it's about sexual protection and you know safe sex, whatever the case may be. But it's like a, a horror propaganda to it, and I really enjoy that. Really cool way to get your uh, get your ideal across, and I think the fact that that we just don't know anything about where it originated from or what was it about, like what's the purpose of it, makes it more interesting and more scary to me. Um, yeah. Sometimes things tend to over overindulge in trying to explain things that don't need to be explained, and you can argue that because they didn't explain anything at all, it's kind of lazy. But I actually I don't it. It's a thin line between that, but I actually really love the fact that we just don't know anything about it, and like, we just get to speculate forever, basically. <laughs> dude, you're spot on, though. I mean, I think the less you know, the scarier something is. Like, you don't need to have an origin story telling you what this thing is. That's why mm-hmm. I think everybody loves Stephen King's It Part 1 more than Part 2, because they started yeah. telling too much. And I sure. think it took away some of that horror element when you knew that, it. oh, it's just it's just a spider like that's that's it you know you didn't know what it was at first that's why it was scary and and unfortunately i unfortunately movies do that too often so yeah i i do like it follows that is a good pick for number 19 oh yeah man i'm I'm glad you is it did have you uh is it in your like top 40 you know top 30 or is it just i can see it enjoy i could see it probably being in my top 50 okay not bad not bad uh, by the way, Michael Monroe as the main character is she's great. This one oh yeah, right out there. <laughs> she's been, she's phenomenal. That scene that always sticks with me is when she sees that boat of guys, and she literally decides oh, yeah. to screw all of them yeah. just to get that thing off her. I was like, wow, like <laughs> yikes! <laughs> she didn't she, she didn't give a fuck at that moment. Uh, dude, that movie that that, that movie's an experience the first time you watch it for sure. Oh yeah, it's haunting. It has some. Yeah disturbing imagery too i think one of the really? ones that I, like for real though like just the it's not even like these specific scenes that has like kind of disturbing things it's just the fact that the thing walks it's yeah, so that's... it's so eerie just i can't even imagine i think i'd be more scared of something walking chasing me rather than like running full speed like sprinting blitzing towards me i think walking is fucking terrifying honestly. oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah it's just because you know it's got one mission, right? It's just it's going right towards yeah. you. It doesn't matter how far you go. It's going to be walking in your direction. Yeah. I think Smile tried to do something very similar, like It Follows. Yes, it did. Um, yeah. But not as good. I, I like Smile, though. Like, yeah, not as good, but I, I did like it. It's not, like, in my top 30 or anything, but it wasn't – it was a good movie to me. It, it, was, was, it was solid. It was yeah. solid, yeah. Yeah, but that's, again, really good pick for number 19. Again, your list might surprise me a little bit more because it's like you're picking a lot of movies that I certainly don't have on mine. I was kind of worried that we were going to have a lot. I mean, we might still have some that are going to be – Near I, the top. I, we will for sure near the top. Yeah, yeah, but... yeah. You won't <laughs> so, believe what my number 18 is. 19? 19, I mean. 19, 19, yeah. Let me let me take a guess. All Actually, right. no, nah, it's too impossible. Go ahead. <laughs> John Carpenter's The Thing. Okay. Yeah. People okay. might be shocked that it's this low on the list because it's like I know a lot of people like number one John Carpenter's The Thing is like the best practical effects of all time and it pretty much is. I mean I can't yeah, argue is. that. I would say that. Yeah. Yeah, practical effects are next level, top notch. The feeling of isolation that certainly mm-hmm. gets on my mind a lot. I don't I don't like the concept of being up in Antarctica. 
and not having anybody to call or anything like that. So again, another creepy, scary premise. The fact that you can't trust anybody. I mean, it's, it's really one of those movies that it's a psychological kind of horror film that really makes you think like, who could it be? Who, you know, who's infected, who's not infected, things along those lines. I like a lot of those plays and the characters, obviously some great phenomenal characters, but I think really what come, what I remember most about the thing is the effects. Same. The effects are just beyond. I mean, I, I worship John Carpenter as like, I think my personal favorite horror movie director of all time because of the things that this guy can pull off. Completely understandable. Completely yeah. understandable. I think mine would be Wes Craven, obviously, but John Carpenter for sure. Definitely. Absolutely. But other than that, I don't want to have much to say on John Carpenter's thing. I just think the effects are amazing <laughs> and the characters are damn decent. And yeah, the isolation feel. Yeah. Crazy. I don't have much to say about it either. Uh, that's I've only watched that movie two or three times in my life. Loved it every time, but it's just, you know, it's probably not my personal, like, what I want from a horror movie personally, but I respect it to all hell, definitely. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, are amazing. yeah, absolutely. And I just, and one of the, you know, if you've seen it, then you know about the dog scene, the infamous dog scene. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, I, I'm not a fan when animals die on screen. I'm, I never have been, never will be. Or off screen for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that scene haunts me. So, I mean, it also has a little bit of rewatch value. Most of the movies that you notice on my list, to me, have a lot of rewatch value. That's how you mm-hmm. make it on my top 10. If you're not rewatchable, you're not going to be in my top 10 or my top 20. So, but I've I've seen it probably at least, I'd probably say over 10 times now. And I just, every time okay. I watch it, I like it just a bit more every time. So, but that's my number 19. All right. Nice pick. Uh, my number 18 Probably should have been my number 19 or my number 20, but it is what it is. I made this list like a year ago almost. Oh, okay. You probably won't even know this movie, but my number 18 is 2017's The Babysitter. It was a Netflix. Um, yes, I actually do know it. That's a good I, fun yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really. That's that's the only reason it's here. I don't have any kind of in-depth analysis about it. It's just fun. It's fun as hell. That's it. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. It's good horror yeah. comedy. Yeah. Samara Weaving's great. Jenna Ortega came in on the second one. Um you know, I have yet to watch that. Yeah, the second one. Oh, okay. Uh, that's one of her first like big starring roles. I think. Other, I think maybe her her role in um in you season two came first, and then that. But one of her first like starring roles, and she did great. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but I don't have much to say about it. It's just a fun movie. That's all. That I really don't. It, it's not. It's like it's so simple that you can't even like make up some kind of analysis for wasn't it. king wasn't king batch in that yes he was, and the second yes yeah. okay yeah he, he was i feel i was like he made me laugh quite a bit i think in that movie yeah the, the movie's just fine bro that's all it's fine yeah all right my number 18 is stephen king's salem's lot from ah, 1970 I about that i thought Nine? It, it's been it was a few that i thought about and that was one of them but <laughs> Salem's Law. I think it was 1979 is the year that one was released. And I mean, I've no joke, probably about three months ago, I for some reason had a hankering for just continuing to watch that movie one time after the other. And this is like a three hour miniseries. Mm-hmm. And every time I watched it, I enjoyed it more and more. I couldn't explain it. All of a sudden, I just started like, I'm realizing, oh my God, I kind of love this movie. It's like fantastic. And, you know, Count Barlow, which I, is everything I love in vampires with the horror genre. He's terrifying. Yeah. You've seen it, right? 
Yes, I have seen Salem's Lot. Okay, yeah, it's first vampire thing that I yeah (laughs) he's creepy the blue skin the yellow eyes the big freaking teeth I mean the guy is freaky uh I wish he was in it more but the times he is in it he's memorable Uh, the characters I actually really like I like the 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 setting the feel the atmosphere Stephen King probably some of his best atmospheric work and uh yeah that's basically all I have to say about it interesting claim but I, I I think I agree with that yeah, and there's a and obviously that window scene, which became iconic. A lot of people under like know that window scene. Yeah. What's, no, thank um, you. How do you feel about what's Stephen King? What is the one? Out? How do you feel about Pet Cemetery? Oh, we'll the get to original, that. of course. Uh, okay. Oh, it's oh, okay. Yeah, nice. yeah it's on here. It's on here. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have too much more to say. Like, it's one of those movies I also haven't seen too many times. Uh, I try my best to watch every Stephen King adaptation at least once. Absolutely, I'm only missing a few. Um, I'm not quite sure if I've seen Firestarter before. I think I have, but I'm not sure. But anyway, it's just a few that I'm missing. But yeah, I don't have too much to say about it. So I, I trust that you gave your your very um, in depth answer about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, just my um, creepy. I, I'd imagine I've only seen it once, but I remember. But keep in mind, though, when I also when I watched it, I was super young, so my attention span isn't the greatest, especially for how long it Def, is. You know? Definitely one you should definitely recheck out because you might catch some things you missed the first time around. Yeah, for sure. Oh, def- I will definitely because I'm I was so young. Like, it, it, there's a few movies on here that I watched when I was young, and I I uh, I did manage to catch a lot or more than I thought I should be able to at the age I watched it, but that is not one of them. So I will have to go back yeah. and, uh, and watch it again. But um, nice pick. Again, we don't have too many crossing over. No. Really, not so far, at least. It's going to make um, it an interesting conversation. I think this one crossover. over. I really, I really believe that this one will cross over. But my number 17 is 2001 Jeepers Creepers. The first one. Yep. Yep. It's it on my list, over? too. Yeah, I figure. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, Ah oh, man, dude. I, I don't know if, how people usually rank these. I don't know if this is like people's favorite or it's the least favorite or I'm not in the this is this movie. This is one of those rare the this is one of those controversial picks because Oh, because of the director. The director. Because yeah, of the director. Right. Yeah, that's the that. only reason. But it is on my list too. I I do my absolute best to not like put the boot I don't like the to associate the art artist with the artwork, you know what I'm saying? In some certain yeah. situations. Uh, Cause I saw the movie long before I knew anything about the director. So I already loved the movie before I knew what he did. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm going to be honest, it's like my number 12. I mean, I truly, oh, it's up there for you. yeah, it's, I do love it. It's pretty insanely creepy and unsettling. The creeper is one of the most underappreciated icons out there. If he was given better movies, he'd be like an icon, <laughs> but yeah. He's insanely unsettling, the song, stuff like that. But let me know why why you put it as your number 17. 17, yes. Uh, what, I think what I remember the most, like this movie feels very nostalgic for me for some reason. I, Absolutely. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the cinematography. I remember a, a lot of like very specific shots. I remember the, the bodies going down the drain pipe. I remember the, the the truck on the road. I remember the the diner scene or wherever that that place was. Um, even though I haven't watched this movie in ten years, I think I remember a whole lot of just either the feeling of watching it the first time or just the cinematography in general. And I think that's why it's up so high for me. Not necessarily the story, but I will say that um, what's the main character? The second main character is it Derry? Is it 
yeah. Justin Long's character is great. I do remember that. Uh, definitely my favorite part of the movie, and the and the ending made me very upset when I was a kid because I wanted him to make it through so bad. Yeah. Um, oh man, that reveal was crazy. Like the last shot of the movie, I I remember that very well as well. Um, the eye, the eye scene, the eye. Yeah. Shot. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where'd you get those peepers? Yeah, man. <laughs> And the the scene down there went with the guy with Justin Long and the guy that was, you know, in the drain pipe, well, down the drain pipe with him. That was pretty fucking terrifying to me. As Did you me. know? Did you know that was based on a true story? Uh, I didn't want to know that, but that's cool. It's, it's based on it. It's actually based on a true story. R- really? There was a, yeah, you want me to tell you it really quick? Yeah, go ahead. There was an older couple who were driving on some back roads, kind of like in the movie were, uh, mm-hmm. They were driving on these back roads, and they come across an abandoned church. And there was a guy throwing bodies. I don't know if it was down a chute or he was burying somebody, but they saw him, and the guy got into his vehicle and started chasing him down the road. And then that couple went back, and I'm pretty sure they found a body and then called the police. That is terrifying. Yeah, that's an actual – you can actually look up a video on YouTube and actually listen to the real story and the I think the news actual clipping and stuff and all that. So it was – so was this movie made with that story in mind, or is that yep. just something to kind of... Oh, okay. Yep, and it was inspired by that whole situation. So what about the whole taking body parts thing? Was the body, like, disfigured in some way? Or I can't it- remember if it was or not. I just think the guy murdered somebody that he knew and was trying to get away with from it, uh, try to get away with it by burying them in a, like at an abandoned church, and he got caught. You know, I, I don't support any of that kind of nonsense, but... I, you would think that if you're doing something suspicious, don't make it more suspicious by trying to chase them off the road. Like, what the hell? It's yeah. It's kind of dumb, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the guy... i w- got caught, but still, what, what an idiot. No, by far. Yeah, <laughs> sicko. But, yeah, that was ba- it was actually inspired by a real true event that happened. Ah, oh, man. Well, I don't want to talk too much about, like, the plot and the story and stuff because of the whole director situation. Yeah. Um, For one, neither one of us support that. No. What the guy did, and, you know, we're just, we're just a fan of the movie. Uh, That's it. So, anyway, your number, uh, your number 17. (laughs) Yeah, no, the guy, the guy, uh, what is this? God, I I forgot his name. I don't remember either. But that's not really a bad thing either. Uh, But he, uh, yeah, piece of shit human being. Yeah. But uh, my number 17 is The Hills Have Eyes from 2006. I believe that's the one I watched as well. Is that a remake? Yep. Okay, yeah, that's the one I've seen. I haven't seen the original before. I, I saw this movie around the time it came out in 2006. I can't remember how old I was. I might have been 12 years old, 12 or 11 years old. And I remember we went down to our Hollywood video and we rented it. And we went back to the house, we put it on, and it was around that scene where the whole uh, RV scene, when the mutants go into the RV and stuff, and I actually had to leave the room. And I don't do that often with horror movies, but I left the room because it freaked me out that badly. Uh, the effects, the the creature designs, the, the hills themselves, the fact that the movie went all the way with its ideas, it did not hold anything back. It was truly a disturbing, disgusting movie. And it's up there because I've just, ever since I was a kid, I couldn't finish it. But when I was an adult, I started watching it again. And after realizing that I actually think it's, a, in a sense, a weird masterpiece, in a sense. Hmm. But uh, it truly does haunt me. It does. It's a weird, haunting little movie. <laughs> me, personally, I don't remember too much from this movie. I've only seen it once in my life. Um, 
do remember the cin- cinematography kind of uh, some of oh, the yeah. shots i do remember like the the hill shots basically that's pretty much all i remember from it but i don't know if i i don't know if i finished this as a kid because if, if i watched it i was even younger than you were i probably watched it like when i was like nine maybe there's this weird stint in my life like there's another movie i'm going to tell this story with more towards the top i you know what i'll just wait till we get to that movie but there was this weird stint in my life where I watched like a billion horror movies at a time where I just wasn't supposed to because of how scared I was. <laughs> yeah. We'll get there when we get there. But yeah, I don't have much to say about it because I've only seen it once. Right, right, right. But um, yeah, no, that's that's my number 17. It's one of those ones that stuck with me. The characters, Pluto, Lizard. I mean, there's just so many creepy mutants in this movie. And again, they do not hold back. They are brutal with this film. So it's one of those remakes that I think just takes everything the original one did, the Wes Craven classic, and just amps it up to like a completely different level. It's pretty much the first movie, the original one, on steroids. It's like they go the next the next mile. And yeah, that's my number 17. I was just about to ask, um, how 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 does the community see this movie? Is it better than the re- than the original or is it worse or What's the that's, consensus with this with this movie? That's a that's a good question. I'm not really sure how the community views um, this one in comparison to the original. I mean, I know there's a lot of purists probably who love Wes Craven's original movie, but I just think this is one of those rare examples of like when a remake does something right and better, it does it right and better. And I think this is like, yeah, up there when I say like it's better than the original, in my opinion. I have one on here that's a remake that you're going to disagree with, but it's not that I necessarily think it's better than the original. It's just that it's just that I enjoy it more because of the time I grew up in, but you're definitely going to disagree with that one when we get there. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. 16. My number 16 is Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You. Both of them. Ooh. I couldn't pick between one and two. They're so similar to each other. Um, right, right. I haven't seen the second one. I saw the first one. Yo, this, you really you need to watch the second one, dude. It's it's of the same like it shouldn't be as good as it is it's one of those type of movies like there's no way it should be that damn good <laughs> yeah um i uh, guess i want to talk about the second one i'll talk about the first one then um the first one man what is her name uh name what's the main actress's name um let me see happy death day it's on the tip of my tongue and i just don't ever remember uh jessica roth of course that movie I, well, first of all, let me say this: the premise and the idea of it itself is just really cool. It's, it's it's Groundhog's Day, but it's different in a way as well. Um, I I they could have did so much more with that concept, and I'm glad that they came out with a sequel that did do more with it. Um, we'll talk about it, of course, but the concept of it itself is really cool, and the writing is it's a comedy in a way. Um, oh yeah, but it does have its moments that that are kind of creepy, the moments that are kind of heartfelt as well. Um, I really like the like the the love story of it, which is not something I say often because I usually just don't care about love stories, especially in horror movies. It's just not my, you know, it's not what I want most of the time. Right. Um, but yeah, did, I I was actually engaged in this story, trying to see how they would work it out. Um, how, what's the way that they're gonna fix this problem to have her stay and stay in the prison and then move forward without rewinding. Um, but the movie overall is just a lot of fun, man. Just a, just it's almost as fun as the babysitter. Not quite. I think it's a bit more serious than that in a way. But again, just another one of those cheeky fun movies. And the second one manages to be more fun and also more heartfelt too. Surprisingly, um, of course, I, you know, I 
can't talk about much, but <laughs> once you see it, you'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I look forward to watching it at some point. Oh man, but yeah, I did a re- I, I did a reaction to the uh, first one on my channel. Oh really? I never saw that. I never seen. Yep. I've seen a few movies you reacted to. Like, uh, well, you know, of course I saw the movie. You know what I mean? I've seen a few of the movies you reacted to. I didn't see that one though. Yeah, yeah, that, that one's that was that was a pretty fun one to, to watch, honestly. Man, Jessica Roth was great. She's she's a great act, actress, man. Oh, for sure. The guy that plays Carter too. I don't know his name. Definitely don't know his name. But he also had like this. He was a great counterbalance to her personality as well. He he really played that guy next door role really well. Um, so kudos to him too. I don't know his name, but he was great as well. Right, right. Yeah, I can't remember the cast 100 but i yeah i thought everybody did a pretty damn decent job for what they were given mm-hmm. and the mask was fine i like the, the you know i talk about some of the slasher masks that come out and stuff we should do that one oh that would be fun as hell too doing like a, a mask like tier top down yeah masks yeah, that'd be kind of like cool that. i'll do that yeah that sounds dope all right mine, uh, you're 16 <laughs> my number my number 16 is the original black christmas from I think 1974, I want to say is either 74 or 75, but Ooh, but this I, one is all you because I haven't seen either of them. <laughs> okay, well I'll just give the quick synopsis of what it's about, and then you uh, and if you love Scream, you might really like Black Christmas, which kind of in a sense might be kind of counted as the original Scream in a sense. Right. It's about it's about a a you know a woman getting these calls from a very odd person and a threatening person but they have no idea where the calls are coming from and yeah kind of insanity pursues on christmas it's like a christmas time movie these guys are having a christmas party and everything and this psycho is starting to call them up and starting to say the craziest of things nothing he says almost makes any sense he's just saying these crazy things and really kind of building tension and uh it's one of those ones it's actually made by the same guy who directed a christmas story the original christmas story Mm. so got you yeah, it's like his own version or like his own kind of Christmas horror movie. And it's really unsettling. That's probably the best word I can use for it is just unsettling, creepy movie that definitely, if you have not seen it, it's one of those ones that doesn't get talked about too much. Very good psychological very kind true. of thing to it. <laughs> yeah, definitely check it out. Man, our list just aren't crossing, man. That's crazy. I, I really like that, though. I'm glad that it's not overlapping too much so far. <laughs> yeah, it's very different man all right what's your 15 oh my 15 where is my list oh so my number 15 is actually Luigi origin of evil it's by my favorite director writer of all time which is mike flanagan mike flanagan is my favorite my favorite favorite writer uh favorite writer favorite I, director whatever i have not seen any of the Luigi movies the first one is awful this one yeah. is a new director. It, it's, it's when Mike Flanagan takes over and just completely flips the story on his head, and it's it's great. Um, I won't. I guess I won't. I can't say too much about the plot. Um, a brief synopsis, though. It's about a. It's a period piece. It takes place in like the late '60s, maybe early '70s, something like that. Um, and it's about this this family. They are using Ouija boards as like a fake business practice to kind of con people into, you know talking to their dead loved ones or whatever the case may be uh but okay as all things go in horror movies it went terribly wrong and they actually did conjure up something um and once that happens all hell breaks loose uh but the story itself 
it's like a it's a really subtle horror movie. It's not like in your face scary, and it, it's not even like any disturbing imagery other than a few shots. But it's just the atmosphere of it. It's really it's really eerie, and I I appreciate that all the time in horror movies when it's more subtle and less like ah look uh, scare jump scream you know yeah never never really liked that too much but um, <laughs> but uh but yeah man that. I can't say too much because the plot is like the main thing in this in this movie because it is a a prequel. So can't say too much about it because it's all plot based. But I, I think you'll enjoy this movie. Okay, okay, that gets me excited. I'll have to check them out at some point. I know they've been recommended to me several times. It's just I haven't gotten around to them yet. Yeah, first one isn't great, but it, you know, <laughs> kind of like kind of like Annabelle, where Annabelle one sucks, but then Annabelle two is kind of like damn. Yeah. It, Except on a bigger scale, even because it's it's way it's way better than the first one. Like it's more, it's more than what Annabelle two was. Annabelle one, I would say. Okay. Okay. Honestly. Okay. But, but yeah, uh, your fifteen. What's up? My fifteen is a remake, actually, and it is Evil Dead twenty thirteen. Oh, bro! See, I it was that was gonna be, I was gonna put that instead of Evil Dead Rise, but I just. I, I do enjoy more the Evil Dead Rise. Like I said earlier, it's my favorite Evil Dead movie. But I just, you know, I wanted to give Evil Dead Rise some love on the list. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I didn't imagine it was going to be on either of our lists, right? Is it on yours? Evil, uh, Dead, Evil Rise? Dead Rise? No, it's not. Okay, see. <laughs> Evil Dead 2013, though, is on my list. Man, that movie scared the hell. When I watched that, I was 11. I know yeah. that for sure. That movie scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. I went I went to theaters with my best friend, uh, Lane, and we just sat in the movie theater, and we were such big fans of the original one. And he introduced me to the Evil Dead franchise, so it was kind of really special. But it pretty much blew all of our expectations out of the water. The visual effects were all practically all practical. Everything that happened felt legitimately like it was actually happening. When someone got their arm ripped off, it felt like someone got their arm ripped off. If something stab somebody you felt it and uh and the gore the the only thing i have a complaint about with the evil dead remake is that i think they could have gone the extra mile with the deadite look when they're possessed they kind of looked like generic possessed people which didn't really freak me out but it's a small nitpick uh the ending was awesome the blood rain i mean it's it's literally one of the goriest it's like a gore fest and it's awesome scared that bro that movie scared me so bad as a kid yeah, and, and I also think, like, the, the plot itself made more sense than the original Evil Dead. Like, they went out there to try to get someone off drugs. Like, that already kind of yes. makes you uncomfortable. Like, already. You're like, oh, well, that's freaky. Also that's makes pretty. more sense than Evil Dead Rise, too, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, it's that, I think it is the best Evil Dead movie we've gotten. And I know Bruce Campbell's not in it, but, you know, it's... I, I uh, 100% agree. Yeah, <laughs> it was hard not to put on my list. It, um, it was going to be an honorable mention. I just I wanted to give Evil Dead Rise some some love, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's still my favorite. But would, would you Honestly, say would you say though it would probably be on your honorable mentions though? Oh yeah, for sure. I like it over Evil Dead Rise. I actually would replace. I probably would put that in my list and take off the babysitter like now. But it's not okay. a big of a deal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love that movie, man. Honestly. Uh, ah, same. My my number fourteen is Child's Play two. We already kind of talked about it, so let's move on to your fourteen. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, my fourteen is Gremlins. That's a horror movie. Yeah, I didn't know that. 
yeah it's a it's a it's it has horror elements i mean i kind of consider a horror movie you know anything that has like horror elements in there kind of like uh uh hocus pocus even has some horror elements in there yeah. things like that gremlins is a bit more you know disturbing than hocus pocus though mm. i don't know in the beginning of hocus pocus you know some creepy weird stuff goes down but <laughs> uh yeah gremlins to me is definitely one of my personal favorite not only horror movies just movies in general it's i love gizmo i love the fact that it's like just a really cheesy kind of cheesy monster movie you have to follow these certain rules or things go bad and they start multiplying it's just a really fun kind of film that kind of reminded me of like older horror films like the blob in a sense where Mm. they start trying to take over and stuff it's like one of those really fun out there kind of things and you know i didn't mind that it was a bit you know a little little more i guess in a sense kid friendly even knowing not really because there was still some things in there that would probably scare any kid yeah definitely so I don't know if I was scared of the Gremlins growing up. Um, maybe the first time I watched it, but after the first time, I kind of I'm kind of just in love with what's going on. That I'm not. Yeah. It's kind of hard to be scared, but when they the first time they, I don't know what the word for it is, transformed. It definitely was like a bit startling. I don't know if that's the right word for it, but morphed. I guess I don't know what the word is. Yeah, it's um, it's. It's definitely, it's definitely, if you're a kid, I could see it like pretty, I mean, even there's some scenes when you're an adult, can I could see like creeping you out and stuff, but it's pretty much like a horror comedy more than anything. Mm-hmm. So that's my number 14. I I didn't even know that was a horror movie, man. So I, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Even if I did know, I'm not sure if it'll be like in my top 20, but I do like Gremlins. Um, I, it's one of the things that I, uh, it to me has a lot of rewatch value. And that's a, just a, just a huge thing for me. And uh, yeah, I get it. It feels like a classic monster movie, little monster movie. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. I, I, that's interesting. It's a horror movie, though. I just honestly did not know that until right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there might be some people who might not consider it a horror movie, which is fine. I mean, but... I see, I see why it is. I just didn't know. I, I see yeah, why, yeah, yeah. I see why it would be one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, what's your number thirteen? Thirteen. Oh, you, if you, I don't, I'm. Not even sure you'll know this movie, but if you do, kudos to you. But my number 13 is a movie from 2006, and it's called Stay Alive. I'm not sure if you know what that movie is. No, I don't. Okay. Uh, Stay Alive is a very cheesy movie from 2006, and it's one of those movies that I watched like in that long line of horror movies I just watched all the time. Yeah. Um, basically, it's about a video game, um, and if you die in a video game, that's how you die in real life. And it's a it's a really cool concept. It's super cheesy. It's super cheap. Not a high budget at all. Probably didn't even make a million dollars. It definitely didn't make a million dollars. Um, cast, I think the cast probably was the biggest part of however much they spent on that movie. That's how that's how low budget it was. <laughs> but um, but it really is one of those movies I watched growing up and I always enjoyed. It's not scary at all, honestly. Like there are a few moments. It's pretty creepy. I guess I won't go into it since you haven't really seen it, but um, but it's just the concept is so cool to me that if you die in the game, that's yeah. I don't know if it's exactly how you die in real life or it's like a similar situation, but it's something along those lines. Um, and that that's pretty much it. It came out in two thousand six, so expect look at two thousand six graphics and special effects, and then apply that, and that's pretty much what you got. But this take off the budget behind it <laughs> okay okay yeah, it's not i great. sound uh, hey i know it's just it's another one of those uh titles that yeah i've never i've never heard of and it's yeah our lists yeah. are really different 
it has a cult following. It's one of those type of movies that's not great by any means, but it does have a, a dedicated fan base. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So what's your number 13? Mine is, I, I can't remember necessarily what year it came out. It was 1980s, but it is The Burning. The Burning. The Burning? Hmm. Yeah. Have you ever heard of it? I have not. I don't think. Okay. Well, I won't go into too much detail, but basically it's a camp slasher movie, kind of like Friday the 13th. And there's actually a lot of people who would say that a lot of times, and this is very weird, but people do this. Um, I, I can't remember the YouTuber who said that they do this all the time. But basically what they do is they watch the first Friday the 13th and then go directly to, to the burning. Or no, they, they watch the burning and then go to Friday the 13th part two because they just prefer it over the original Friday the 13th. They say it does everything better as a camp slasher than Friday oh. the 13th. And I watched it. And I've seen the movie probably about five to six times now. And every time I watch it, I like it just a little bit more. Again, I won't go into too much detail. I will say Tom Savini, if you know who that is, he did I, the I uh, he did the he did the effects for the burning and Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, funny enough, yes, and that, I remember his skin in the Friday the Thirteenth game. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah, yep. And uh, he uh, he had a hand in the burning, and it is a good atmospheric kind of campfire story. Uh, camp slasher film, which I highly recommend if you haven't seen it. I, I definitely will watch it. Um, I actually have a movie on my list that also falls into that category. That it's not Friday the Thirteenth, but it does take heavy inspiration from it. Um, it's a bit higher up, but we'll get there. Okay, yeah, okay. I, I'll, um, I'll definitely check it out. I don't even think I even heard of that before, so that's interesting. Um, yeah, no, definitely want to check out. Gotcha. Woo. All right, not bad. It will, let me see. Let me look it up. See what year. 1981 okay yep hmm and when did the original friday the 13th come out 1980 oh it's 80 i thought it was late 70s cool did not know that all right i'll definitely give that a watch though i'm glad you brought that up we, yeah our lists are just so different man it's crazy <laughs> but, um, my uh my number 12 is a movie from 2014 that also is low budget and you probably won't know but it's called don't blink i don't know if you even i think i've heard of it but i've never seen it uh, well, okay, another one that I won't go into yep, too much another. detail about. <laughs> um, so I don't even have to go into detail about the plot because you, I, I can tell you this, and it's not really a spoiler. You just don't learn anything about what's going on. So I don't know if that's a spoiler to you or not. It's, it's kind of like it follows, you know, like you just don't know um, what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but basically, Don't Blink is a movie about people that go on to a resort, and once they get to the resort, it's completely empty. They don't know what's going on. And basically, if you take your eyes off of people, they disappear. Um, oh, you don't know what nobody knows what's happening. Um, that, that's pretty much it. You just can't take your eyes off each other. The moment somebody takes their eyes off of you for even a split second, you're gone. So really cool concept. I actually really enjoyed the movie and the writing, too. The writing is actually much better than you would expect from a low budget, you know, early 2010s movie. But it's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. That that does sound interesting. I have to give it a check out. That that movies. If out of all the movies, well, no, I won't say that. Out of the movies so far that you haven't seen that I've uh, talked about, which is only I think three, I think I give that one the biggest recommendation so far, even over Mike Flanagan's uh, Origin of Evil, the Ouija movie. Ooh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's a really cool concept. I think you'll enjoy it. But it, there there are other movies up here you probably haven't seen that I do. That yeah, because really yeah, I I'm we're gonna be. Top 10 is going to be interesting to talk talk about. <laughs> Facts. 
We will cross over though. I know <laughs> at least two that we'll cross over. I think. Well, Probably. No, maybe not. Maybe not because. Well, we'll we'll talk about it when we get there. Yeah. Um, uh, my number, number my number twelve is Jeepers Creepers. I won't go into too much detail, but I'll oh, just okay. say that I myself think it's very nostalgic. I remember watching as a kid that song stuck in my head. Jeepers Creepers song used to freak me out. That every time it would play, or I'd be too scared if it played like on a radio or something that something was gonna like land on top of our car <laughs> and uh, things like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Director, director, piece of shit human being. But the movie, True. I still stand by it being one of the scarier films I've ever seen in my life. So mm-hmm. that's my number twelve. What's your number eleven? My number eleven is 2012's Cabin in the Woods. Oh, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Love Cabin in the Woods, man. The yeah. concept is amazing. Uh, fun fact, I don't think many people know this, but this movie was actually written in a weekend. It took one weekend to write this movie. Um, I don't know That's if phenomenal. You know that or not. Yeah, man, the movie is great. The writing is great. I love how every character, while they, they were meant to be stereotypes, every one of those characters just completely defined the stereotype that they were a part of. Um Chris Hemsworth's character, he was the jock, but he was also very smart. He was a top-of-his-class college student. Um, the virgin of the story, the, the supposed good girl, was actually one, one of the, the biggest rebels at the end. Uh, the stoner was actually very intuitive, very smart. The, the, sex, the sex appeal girl was, was more deeply layered than most people would be that's yeah. in that category. Um, and then the last guy, he, he kind of was just what he was, but still, even so, he had great writing, too. So, very fun movie that just defy expectations. I love the concept of it, how you just kind of pick your own demise, kind of like oh, yeah. Hellraiser in a way, sort and of. And they have a, know? yeah, they have a game over it. It's pretty fun. It's a good fun time. Yes, and it's funny, too. I fucking love that movie. That man. clown? <laughs> <laughs> That's a freaky son of a gun. Man. Ah, oh, dude, I can't. I love that movie so much. That movie's it's great. a good pick. I, I just rewatched it the other day and it's still great. <laughs> oh yeah, it holds up. It holds up. For sure. Um, but yeah, I don't have too much to say about it. I just the fact that it was written in one week. Of course, that's just like the first draft or whatnot. But still, though, the fact that it was written in one weekend is crazy. Um, oh, for sure. But anyway, yeah. What's your number eleven? <clears throat> uh, mine is uh, Halloween Four: The Return of Michael Myers. Is that your only Halloween on this list? No. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say I, I didn't I didn't expect that from you because you know what I saw your channel. I remember back then when we were talking about um it was when the last one just released Halloween Kills. No, what's the last one? Ends. Ends. Yeah. One? Yep. Yeah, I remember you posted a you did a live stream. We all kind of talked about our ranking of the Halloween movies, and I always said the season of the witch is my favorite, even though it has well not my favorite, my second favorite, even though it that, has nothing to do with <laughs> Michael Myers. That's probably uh honorable mention for me honestly if i remember that one yeah yeah <laughs> but but go on though i don't i don't have a um a halloween movie on my list which is why i uh, wanted to throw that in there that season of the witch is great to me. yeah no it's, but, a, it's a good it's a good time it really is i love it i love the masks on that one too yeah the halloween four to me is just i think out of all the halloween films beside like with the michael myers character in it it carries the best halloween feel to it like you feel like you're it's Halloween time when you watch that movie, the opening credits. Mm-hmm. Um, the addition of uh, Daniel Harris, I want to say is her name, as Jamie Lloyd, uh, who I think does a great job, great child performer. Uh, you feel for her. You really don't want anything bad to happen to her. Obviously, Donald Pleasance goes full-on crazy in this movie. Just paranoid as all hell. And then, you know, Michael Myers' mask might have been a little bit blah, but 
at the end of the day, it's it's not the worst thing. And uh, the music obviously is great. I do love the third act quite a bit. I feel like it's a very intense movie. Uh, likable characters, Rachel and Jamie, of course. But yeah, at, at the end of the day, it just it's one of those rare movies that I feel like makes me want to be in the Halloween season a little bit more every time it comes on. So that's one of the reasons why it's so high on my list. And I just think it's probably, out of all the Michael Myers sequels, probably the, the best, probably. So, hmm. but that's just my opinion, of course. 2018's probably, it was, that should have been an article mentioned too, the 2018 movie, but oh yeah, well. It probably should have been one for me too. That's probably my favorite Michael yeah. Myers-based Halloween movie other than the original. But I love, I love 2018. It was good. Really good. I hate it. I, I can't stand kills, but yeah, the I was... I liked kills. I thought I'm, that yeah, one got you said that. more hate than I thought, but but yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. It's like kills was uh definitely definitely one I can understand people not liking too. For sure, um, man, the, surprisingly, the movie that's in my my number ten movie is one that I just don't remember as much now because I've rewatched so many other things since then. But my number 10 movie is Sam Raimi's uh, 2009 Drag Me to Hell. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Drag uh, Me to Hell. Have you seen it before? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have. I've seen it a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> See, uh, it's this is one of those movies. There's one more up there. But it was just, like I said earlier, it was this long stint in my life. It was actually over the course of, like, maybe two or three weeks. It was over summer. Uh, I was staying with my aunt and uncle. Like, not staying with them, but you know how you just go over to your cousin's house over summer break yep. or whatever. Um, it was this movie. It was one that I have up top that I can't reveal yet because I, I wanted to be a surprise when I say it. Uh, it was Stay Alive. It was Freddy vs. Jason. Oh. Uh, yeah, it was a bunch of those movies. And it, they all came out around like kind of the same time, like three, four years apart from the, the oldest to the newest. And I watched them all when my family was watching horror movies, uh, when I wasn't supposed to be in the room watching, I would kind of sneak in the room at night and like sit at the back of the room and watch the movies with them. <laughs> and this movie was one of those movies. And this movie also scared the hell out of me. But I will say that I actually, I really enjoyed the concept of this movie. Um, and the, the writing, surprisingly. Like like I said, it's been a minute since I rewatched it, so I don't remember everything. But I do remember that it it never felt like the stupid hilarious horror movie that it was probably uh pitched as it felt like it had more layers to it um it's so it's so hard for me to like grasp the little details but i do remember that the writing was like my favorite part about this movie um i should probably move it down from the top 10 probably switch it like with cabin in the woods i think that's what i would probably do switch this in uh, my pre previous entry but I do okay. remember this movie. It was, it was a really fun movie for what it was. Uh, and it was kind of scary to me, too. Like, of course, like, watching it now, I'd be laughing the whole time because it's fucking stupid. I do remember that it's stupid. <laughs> but, um, but but back then, though, this movie actually did I, scare me, too. I just remember the goat scene. Man. Oh, in that, the house. Yeah. Where, yeah. like, the, put the hand on the goat's head and the thing possesses yeah. the goat and then it, like, yeah. starts cussing at the people. Yeah. I remember that stupid. scene. The movie's stupid, but you know it's silly. <laughs> but honestly, like it, it also was like out of the box for Sam Raimi at the time. Sam Raimi oh, yeah. didn't make another movie like that. He was fresh off the the heels of the Spider-Man movies too. So it very much had like an Army of Darkness, Evil Dead Two kind of feel to it. Yeah, it really. It actually, it does feel like that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a pretty interesting pick, honestly. It, it it is, and it also I think it's a bit higher than I 
I think back last year when I made this list, I actually like, just rewatched it again. And it just brought me back to that like childhood nostalgia aspect of it. But now that I'm, you know, in 2023 and I'm just thinking about all the other stuff on this list, I'll probably move it down. But it still would be in my top 20, probably. Definitely. Okay. Okay. That's hell. I still, that's pretty cool. <laughs> what about your number 10? Uh, number 10 is probably the scariest movie on my list. Probably the scariest mm. movie I've ever seen in my life, actually. And that you know is what? Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. Oh, yeah, we did mention it. You did say yeah. it was going to be on here. To me, <laughs> to me, this is such a gothic, moody, uh, very extreme atmosphere type of movie. It's a depressing movie. Everything that everything that happens in this film is depressing. There's not a moment of, like, happiness. It's just one thing after the other. Boom, bam, boom. It's like, and it gets even more creepy the, the further you go. I mean, it's... It's one of the creepiest, most unsettling movies. Obviously, I named my cat Church because I love this film so much. It stuck with me through childhood up until adulthood. It still sticks with me. I remember it wasn't even that long ago when I watched the original Pet Cemetery, And it just has not changed for me at all. It's one of those rare movies that like, I can watch it today and feel exactly how I felt as a kid. Uh, Zelda, obviously, just gives me the, the creeps beyond belief. Had nightmares about her. I mean... Wow. Yeah, it's it's a really it sticks with me a lot, and uh, I love it. I actually do love it though. It's like a very it's a very gothic, moody masterpiece. I never noticed that your 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 cat's name was Church. That's, that's yep. cool. I forgot about that. <laughs> yep. Oh man, this movie is also yeah, it's really depressing. Um, a movie that has also stuck with me too, but a movie that I also haven't rewatched past the first time that I watched it. The, oh yeah, the obvious reasons I would say. But, um, and you know the iconic quote sometimes dead is better is just really sticks with you I, I think I should rewatch this movie now that I'm older you should you should yeah. Fred Gwynn oh my god is Judd it, it's got a lot of greatness about it yeah I, I, I definitely you know what just that'll probably be my my movie I watch probably tomorrow or the day after I really I really should rewatch this because I do remember as as scary, I I was scared of this movie because I watched it when I was young. I wasn't necessarily sad, but now that I just thinking back on it, I do remember those moments that I probably would feel more for now than back then. Yeah, but uh, this movie scared me mostly. <laughs> Makes you want to take a shower afterwards. <laughs> it's kind of one of those types. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm definitely gonna rewatch that. I'm glad that you. I brought. I guess I technically brought it up first today, but um, but yeah, I'm I'm glad that it you definitely had to make my list. Definitely. I completely I understand for sure. And it'll probably make my list too after I rewatch it. Oh, yeah. So. What's your number nine? Oh, my number nine is the, the camp slasher that I mentioned earlier. And it's actually Fish Street Part 2. Fuck um, yeah. I love, oh, the, you, I you love to hear it? that. I've seen all the Fear Street, and that's my personal oh, favorite one. Same, dude. Like It's good. I like, like the first one. Uh, I, actually, I would say that I love the, the third one. But this one, dude. Uh, the the atmosphere cannot be beat. I love the Count movies, man, because Same. Count was my favorite part of the summer growing up, uh, and I can't even imagine how fucking crazy it would be to experience some shit like this at Count. But just the idea, just the idea of Count and the crazy shit that happens like in this movie is just. Mm, you gotta, it. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that it's so good. I mean, I like the characters too. The characters were a lot of fun. It was one that they introduced. I can't remember her name, but she was kind of like that punk rocker girl who was, uh, 
she was by far the best character in my opinion. Really? You know what? I, I dug her. She was cool. I probably will also agree with that. Honestly. Alice and the main girl, the redhead who was getting bullied. I forget her name already. Sadie Sink. Uh, I think so. Her name yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those Man. two. Cindy. I love. I love the main sister. Her name is Cindy. She's played by. Um, she's played by a a Rudd. Emily Rudd. I believe is her name. Um, Ziggy. Sadie Sink. Stranger Things. You know, love her. Alice is great. Even um, I can't remember. Actually, surprisingly, I don't remember the. The killer's name, the one that turned into the oh. killer. I felt really bad for him oh, God. because he was a good guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's gonna bother me. Yeah, it's I think they just call him Sackhead or something like that in the movie. Yeah, they did. Yeah, what is yeah, his yeah. name? Tommy. Tommy's his real name. Um, there we yep, go. Tommy. Yep, you got it. But this movie ties in really well with the third one. Um, so I guess technically I would put both of them here. But as far as like the, I did reactions movie, to all three of them. Really? I don't yeah, know how I didn't see that either. Yeah, I had blonde hair. I think I dyed my hair at that time. Really? Yeah, it was. It was. Did they were I fun. Your channel two years ago, because that's when it came I out in twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. I reacted to them as soon as they dropped on Netflix. Yeah, so it was about two years ago. I don't know. I probably didn't know your channel at the time, Dan. So that would be one of your. No, it wouldn't be your early videos because you had a channel way back, like way back. So I came back to YouTube though, like twenty nineteen. Okay. So I, I hadn't done like videos until 2019, but yeah, no, that was I guess you could consider it like one of my earlier movie reactions. I got you, oh, but uh, yeah, the, great, just great the pick. atmosphere, man. The the music too. Um, I, I love Fear Street. I love all three of them. They're all they all look great. Honestly, what a what a treat for horror fans in 2021, especially when, especially for Netflix. But just in general, it wasn't like too much going on in 2021. You know? Yeah, I think so. I think uh. I, I know I completely agree. I think that's what I think a lot of slasher, especially slasher fans, it really felt like a good good old classic slasher kind of movie. The first one had those scream aspects to it, especially yep. like the opening kill. It the it had Maya Hawk from Stranger Things as well. She was like the the Drew Barrymore of of the of this movie, you know. So it had that scream influence. And then this for one, sure Friday the Thirteenth, and the third one. I don't know what the third one could be compared to because it's a period piece, but you know. Anyway, they 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 all were great. I loved it, loved it to death. <laughs> oh yeah, and the ending of part two was like, oh my god, brutal. Oh man, I don't need to. I'm, there's so many movies I want to rewatch now that we're making this list. Jesus. Yeah, I kind of do want to go back and rewatch Fear Street. It's been a while. <laughs> but um, go ahead. You're number nine. My number nine is the original. I think it was '85 Fright Night. Fright Night. I, I don't yeah. Know I've seen Fright Night. Classic vampire movie. If you have not watched it, it's a vampire movie. (laughs) It's really good. I I hold it in high regards. I mean, I even named my Friday live stream as Friday Fright Night in honor of Fright Night. So it's like my favorite vampire film. Classic monster feel to it. Uh, Is it scary or is it like a horror? I'd say it's a bit of both. It's a bit of both. But when it's really wanting to be scary, it is rather kind of freaky and and creepy. Uh, It has a... um, um, what was it? Uh, I just went completely brain dead, but it's um, one of those, it's one of those movies. It felt, feels very eighties. It's like a very much eighties movie. Uh, I think it came around out around the time that lost boys came out, but this one had more of a comedic aspect to it. It's pretty much, I give you the quick synopsis. It's basically about a, uh, a kid who suspect, who kind of has suspicions about his neighbor who just moved in 
and yeah I, that's probably all i'll go into but okay. <laughs> it's it's pretty it's pretty solid though if you want to check that one out that one's pretty good time okay nice i i, I definitely I, I feel like i had maybe seen it until you said it was a vampire movie and then that just completely threw that out the window but um yeah they remade it in like early 2010s i think i don't think i've seen that one either then <laughs> yeah dude our lists are just so incredibly different that it's it's kind of insane I know. Crazy. But um, my number eight is what I consider to be the movie that has scared me the most and a movie that I still don't watch, like, at night or when I'm alone, really. It gave me that much of the fucking creeps, and that is 2012, I was going to say 2010, 2012's uh, Sinister. Oh. Sinister scared the shit out of me, dude, and it still scares me to this day. I can't, the soundtrack is so haunting. I don't like, I don't like the soundtrack, the music. It's too, it's too freaky, bro. I just don't watch it. <laughs> it's it's um, been a good minute since I've seen Sinister. Ah, dude, the, it's just the home video like snuff film thing is just too. Much. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't. But, um, but I did really enjoy, it and it, it's not even the fact. It's not like one of my favorites that I go back to because, like I said, I just don't watch it even now. But Ethan Hawke in that one, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, before a horror movie to actually scare me that much, it has to make the list because not often do I get scared by horror movies, especially now that I'm a, a horror like writer and I work in film now. For a movie to still scare me, despite me knowing like the behind the scenes and the plot structure and things like that, is impressive. So it has to make the list. But Sinister sure. scares me, bro. The soundtrack. I don't know. If have been the last time you've heard it, but like the the stupid song that plays when the snuff the snuff films are going. Um, yeah, it's been a good minute. I'm gonna have to like go back and check that one out again because it's been probably since the movie came out since I haven't watched it. Ah, uh, dude, you should this this listen to the soundtrack. That shit is. I I can't watch it like at night before I get ready to go to sleep because I'm just too fucking paranoid. But um... it's funny you mentioned soundtracks. I'm actually about to mention one that has a very iconic soundtrack. Ooh, well, go ahead, because that's all I have to say about number eight. And it's kind of funny that I'm about to mention this, because the trailer for the direct sequel came out today, too. It is the original Exorcist. There's a sequel to... There's a direct sequel to The Exorcist? Coming it's coming out? out, yep. They dropped its trailer today, The Exorcist Believer. Direct sequel, I said, like, directly after the first movie? Kind of like what they did with Halloween. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, we're Halloween 2018. Uh, director, Same director, by the way, David Gordon Green. Um, I did is, not know that at yep, all. he's making a sequel. But the original Exorcist is one of those rare movies that at first I wasn't too sure about it. I thought it was kind of boring. But the more I watched it as an adult, the more I'm like, this is a very rich kind of haunted, not haunted house, but a haunted, you know, a possession movie. And not many possession movies really win me over. But The Exorcist to me, in a sense, is kind of like the godfather of all the possession movies out there. Because it's just, in my opinion, that well-written. I mean, the characters, uh, the priests, I mean, the mother, Reagan. I mean, you really feel for this kid. You don't want nothing bad to happen to her, but the craziest of things are happening to her. The feeling you get at the end of the movie, that sense of relief. I mean, it's just one of those crazy movies that is just, and of course, the iconic theme song. I mean, it's iconic. I it's, was going to say, the, that movie is one of the most like recre recreated like in in media horror movies ever. Oh yeah, like it's <laughs> the famous uh, vomiting scene. Yeah. Yep, and the uh, the lines, some of the dialogue is also super uh, 
super iconic and recreate it. Yep. It, Did you actually yeah. know that that was an accident? That whole vomit scene? No. How do you accidentally? How do you, because how they had a tube. <laughs> they had a tube, right? That went, I think, on the side of her face or not on the side of her face, but it was like some sort of like animatronic head or something like that that was supposed to spew the, the stuff out and hit him in the clothes, right? Like all over his shirt. Oh, but you. there was a guy. I think he had to blow on the tube to shoot it. And I think the guy went to go blow, but then he went to go blow really hard. And the, the pea soup that they had inside the animatronic or whatever the, you know they were using just shot out and hit the guy in the face. And apparently he was really pissed off about it. <laughs> hey, but it made for a great sim- yeah, it did. cinema. So. <laughs> yeah, it did. I would not regret that at all. I'd be like, damn, dude. Like, but yeah, the movie is too iconic. It's too good. I mean, I get people, people say it's overrated, but I don't agree with that. I think it's, deserves all the praise it gets I didn't but that's just me i never heard anybody say it's overrated <laughs> i've heard i've heard several people say it's overrated like they say ah it's a slow burn it's not that great people say it's like the scariest movie ever i wouldn't say so i i can see why it would be renowned as one of the scariest movies ever made personally i can also see that i don't agree but i can also no i don't either but i can never argue it with somebody What's your? What do you think is the scariest movie that you've ever seen? Pet Cemetery. <laughs> oh well, yeah, you you actually just said that not too long ago. So. <laughs> no, you're fine. The original Pet Cemetery by far is the scariest movie ever seen. But uh, yeah, Exorcist Exorcist can't be that far behind. Right, right, right. And you, of course, you know mine, the one I just said, Sinister. Shit. Yep. Yeah. But there's there's one more movie I have up top that that scares me more, but it's more like a like a personal like existential level. Oh yeah, then, then you know, but but yeah, good pick. It, I didn't even consider the Exorcist being in my like honorable mention, the top twenty. But I do. I again, one of those movies. Some of those earlier movies, I don't go back and rewatch too many times. Past the first time I watched it, I think I've only seen it two or three times. But it's so iconic, you know. You, oh yeah, and you know you, one you, of the. Th- you said what? No, I was gonna say one of the things I think that I think a lot of people overlook too is that the film does a really good job at making you think that there might not be any hope for this kid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it really makes you think. I don't know how much worse it can get before this kid is taken completely over, and you really by the end of the movie almost feel like this kid's gonna be possessed for the rest of her life or die by the end of it. And it just, it really, it really does a good job. But uh, go ahead and say what you're about to say. Oh, I didn't have nothing else to say about oh. that. But, yeah, uh, but like I said, it's just super iconic. <laughs> it is really iconic. But yeah, give me your number seven. What do you got? All right. So this is the one where I said you were going to heavily disagree with me. And for, for good reason. It's I think this is like the most discussed remake versus original thing in horror, honestly. Okay. But my favorite, it, it was really hard. I Like number one through number seven, which is the, the number this is, like they're solidified in their places, but it was really hard to not put this one higher. Like I had to actually like think really hard. Should it be in my top five or not? But my number seven is Texas Chainsaw Remake 2003. Um, I respect that. Dude. I respect it. Nostalgia, man. It just, ah, this movie, I love it. I love it too much. It actually has my favorite shot in all of, maybe not, I want to say all of cinema in, in, in general, but definitely my favorite shot in the horror movie, which is the, the through the skull shot when she, you know, when she did what she did at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Easily my favorite shot in the, in this movie and the horror movies in general. I love it. It's so creative. Um, but yeah, this movie feels a lot like home to me. I live in Tennessee. Um, 
And some of the cinematography just reminds me of just when I just step outside. You know, it just it just looks like home. And what in that movie. place? That house, I, I is it, it's not far from Tennessee, isn't it? Uh, the I'm not Texas. Sure. I I don't think you're far from it, honestly. I didn't, I thought I thought it was a set designed house. I didn't know. No, I think I think it's a real house. Yeah. Oh, but that's that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I'd look that. that up. I'd look that up and see if you can find it. Okay, I'll do that. I'll do that after. Actually, I can do that now. I didn't know that. Um, I swear I thought that was a, a set. It looks like a house they would make for like for the movie. That's why I always figured that out. Yeah. No, I've seen people um, like taking photos in front of it and stuff, like recent photos. So I'm, I think it's out there somewhere. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, it's in Texas, but it's not. Is it in Texas? I think it's, I think it's in Texas. It seems like it's in. Yeah, it's in Texas. Wow, that okay. house looks dope as hell at night, though. Jeez. Yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, man. Anyway, <laughs> this movie, I love it. I love it so much. Um, and you know what? It's it has a lot more gore in it than the original. Obviously, different time period, different. They they went for different things. Um, it I, honestly, in general, it just like overall, it's just a completely different movie than the original, in my opinion. But it really is. I don't think the original is worse than this. It, like 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 this is my favorite by far, but I don't think the original is worse. Some people, I feel like some people when they argue about this movie or the original movie, they think that if you like one over the other, you mean you think the other one is bad or worser or whatever. No. That's not the case. I just, for me, growing up in the early two thousands, this was one of those movies that I just watched a ton of times because I had it on DVD, and I watched it before the original so i just like it more than the original still to this day but i understand how iconic the original is i would i would say the family and the remake is a lot more creepy than the original really yeah uh the sheriff that guy's oh, terrifying harley army is fucking fantastic. yeah that's that guy is name. terrifying oh i agree yeah that's probably it's hard because i just i did a reaction to full metal jacket and i'm trying to debate what i like more him as Sheriff Hoyt, or him as the general from, uh, or the sergeant from Full Metal Jacket, and it's too hard because he really added such another level. I'd say he's even scarier than Leatherface in some of those moments. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Uh, and see, that tends to be the case with, I don't want to go too far down this Chester Chainsaw Massacre rabbit hole because I can talk about all these damn movies, but, um, but that's Same. usually the case, right? Usually the family is more demented than Leatherface because Leatherface is often... He's kind, kind of, of the yeah misunderstood guy, you know? yeah. Yeah. So, um, I I think for me personally, Arlie Army was better in this movie, but I'm clearly biased, so maybe don't listen to me. But <laughs> well, I I mean I I I you know I I definitely agree. There's like a lot. The people in the remake really unsettled me. The way they would talk to each other, the way they would like. There's literally a girl tied to the fucking table, and they're just talking like it's every an everyday occurrence. It's like one of the creepiest, weirdest things. Did you? Yeah. How did you like the uh, the uh, what would be the terminology for that? The re the re prequel, the requel. I liked the it. One that came out the the beginning. I liked it. It's same. a it's it's not a great movie by any means, but it's a fun time in my opinion. So how? And I like the retro feel. Let's let's just go through this for a minute. From this off the top of your head, how would you rank like the top five of these these Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies? You don't you don't have to do all of them. You don't remember all of them. I might as well, I might as well. I'd probably go Leatherface as my least favorite, the one in 2017. Same. It's just uh, dumb. It just dumb. It had almost nothing to do with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, 
2017 Leatherface movie is my least favorite. I would probably go Next Generation. It's a uh, silly, awkward time. Yeah, but but uh, it's would, fun. It's yeah, it's it's like... stupid, goofy fun. <laughs> yeah. So I'd give it I'd give it that, but it's it's still a bad movie. So I put it I put it pretty low. Um, yeah, Leatherface, uh, Next Generation. I'd probably go with Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D, which came out in 2015, I think. 13. Was it 13? Okay, 2013. 13. I would go probably Leatherface, I think, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Okay. I'd probably go, fuck, uh, maybe the beginning. Interesting. Yeah, I like the beginning, but there are some things I I don't genuinely like about it. So I'd go probably that one. Then I'd probably go Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two. Really? Then, that yeah. Low? That's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's, I haven't heard that. Usually, that's like up a little bit more. But nah, I like the first movie a lot more. <laughs> I just yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, yeah. So I'd go that one. I'd probably go with the um, 2019, 2020, 2021, 22. 22, I think. 22. Yeah, I think you're right. 22. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, then I'd probably go the remake, and then I'd probably go the first one. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. It's me, tough, but... I think I would say Leatherface may be my least favorite. Maybe. Okay. No, you know what? No, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shake it up. I think the 2022 one is my least favorite. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, and then, uh, then Leatherface, of course. And then also about to shake it up a little bit. I'm gonna say part three or Leatherface, whichever way, however you want to call it. Um, and then now I'll say the next generation because it's not a good movie. It's just it's fine though to me, but it's it's not a good movie. It's kind of bad. Um, yeah. And then I would say maybe I don't like putting. I I think. Texas Chainsaw 3D is like a guilty pleasure of mine. So it's, it's I don't know. I kind of view it the same way though. Yeah. It's a bad movie, but it's kind of like, it's kind of good, bad. Like, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'll put it there and then two and then, um, and then the original and then number one would be the remake for me. Okay. Okay. Solid. But I get I, it. It's, it's one of those franchises. Think. It's one of those franchises to where it's like the movies are so mixed mash that it almost is so hard to kind of rank them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, we talked a long time about Tasha Chainsaw. Yeah, we it's did. Both, it's like it's one of my favorite horror movie franchises. Probably your favorite, or at least the first one probably makes it your favorite. Franchise yeah, we're in horror probably. We're we're coming up pretty close. Oh really? Is it something above the original for you? Like on my top ten list? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh well, damn! I didn't expect that. Uh, anyway, go yeah. to your number seven then. <laughs> my number seven is George A. Romero's original Dawn of the Dead from nineteen seventy four. You know what? I haven't considered a single zombie movie on my. Well, I don't know if they, you know, if I want to call it zombies because people get in their ass about that. But um, uh, that's definitely zombies. It's definitely zombies. <laughs> uh, I haven't considered a single one. I didn't even think about. Have you that, seen? Right? Have you seen the original Dawn of the Dead? I've seen the original, and I think I've seen the second one, and nothing else past that. I believe. Okay. Okay. Or maybe, yeah. Am I tripping? Which one is the one with the? Uh, I don't want to sound like insensitive, but I don't know any other way to describe it. The black police officer, which one is that? That's the remake, the remake from 2004. Okay, well, I've seen that one and I've seen the original. Okay, yeah, the original one 
is my personal favorite. I just, I love the feel of it. It's very seventies. I just, I dig the whole vibe that the zombie outbreak is happening to go to a mall. I mean, it's just, there's a lot going for it in there. And I do like the characters, uh, fly boys, you know, things like that. I think that's what they call them. Fly boy. Um, things like that. Yeah. I just, it's one of those ones that I go back to it's rewatchable as all hell to me. The zombies are kind of <laughs> just people with like a little bit of a blue, like kind of like blue face makeup and stuff to look kind of dead ish. Yeah. yeah. They don't really do a whole lot, but they had so many people to like have on their set, which is so cool. You know, seeing all those like people just walk around playing zombies, just walking through the small is just fun to watch. And, uh, it you know when there's no more room in hell the dead will walk the earth i think is one of my favorite horror movie quotes of all time it's yeah yeah it's a creepy creepy cool movie but that's my number seven just love the characters the whole 70s vibe got it it's just fun i love that 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 is a cool quote that's pretty dope actually i forgot about that when there's no more room in hell the dead will walk the earth that's dope that's dope that's dope um my number six is the the Conjuring, of course, James Wan. Nice. It was so hard, man. Between seven, six, and I guess I'd say five, it was hard to like place them each. But I think because of how personally I relate to the Conjuring, knowing um the parent, well, knowing one of the parent family members, and how much I've just I've read about this and watched documentaries and videos about it and interviews, like I just had to put it here. I even read the book. I read two of them. I have uh, I have the first uh, novel in my room right now. Have you have you started reading it yet? I've read mo. I've read. I haven't read most of it. I would say I've read parts. I've skimmed and scanned every once in a while, but I plan on sitting down one day and just reading it. I might even do it for like a Patreon exclusive kind of video where I sit down and actually read pages of it full on and just go into full detail. Oh, bro. Yeah. I mean, if you if you feel like you have like the. Uh... I don't think patience is the word. If you feel like you have like the attention span to have somebody else like it's so tough, you, yeah, man, yeah, uh, I would anyway. probably have someone yeah read along with me so I don't have to read it all by myself, bro. Please invite me for that because I, I that move that story dude is so so yeah. close. You know, like I said, bro, the it looks nothing. The Conjuring House looks nothing like the Illinois State. Let's just get that out the way. But no. I still no. feel nostalgia towards it, <laughs> even, did even you, the movie did you, version. Did you know that they actually do like yearly? They'll have uh, you can actually go to the Conjuring House and watch the movie at that the actual film location that they use for the film. So did they? Was this a set or was it a house? It's an actual house. Movie? Yeah, it's an actual house. I think it was a really? set at first, but they I, it might have been an actual house. I think they actually found a house and used it for the movie. Oh, I thought I always thought it was. A, oh, but yeah, I think you're right. I think it probably was a set in, at first, and now it's like. Uh, I'm not sure. I didn't know yeah. that though. No, I didn't know. That's that's yeah. They dope. they play the movie out in the front yard, so you can look at the house in the background while you're watching it. Yeah, that's cool. Where, I know somebody. I oh, I don't know. I have to ask my friend. I seen my friend who went there, and I was so jealous. I was like, mother trucker. You're like that sounds that looks so gosh dang fun. Man, for real, I would love that. But, but the um, first Conjuring, yeah, I know it's too it's too classic. It's too it's like a modern day classic in my eyes. It is. Um. Patrick Wilson, Vera Farmiga. Not this is not the only movie that has Vera Farmiga in it on this list, by the way. So spoiler, you probably know what the other one is if you if you've seen it. But <laughs> but man, iconic. The, the movie is so iconic. I actually went to the theaters to see this. It was my first time. It was my first time actually knowing anything about the story. But as I told you in our pre, our first time we met, um, I actually had a dream 
or maybe a few drinks about the Ohano estate. And some of the details described in the movie, although it's very different than the actual events of the house, kind of sparked like this, this kind of, um, it, it made me, it, it made me realize some things and it made me look into what the original story was. And that's how I came in contact with Andrea, because I had dreams about the original house before even knowing what it was, what it looked like or anything like that. So this movie is very much so uh, close to me at least on a on a spiritual level i don't know how i got drawn to this house but <laughs> have you uh have you been to the arnold state ever i have not i wish i can go yeah one of those only, probably things on the bucket list yeah for sure um, i've only been there in spirit and in my dreams before i even know what it looked like too so that's always creeped me out especially when i was younger but but yeah man this movie um even even just if, if i knew nothing like at the time i guess i technically do nothing about the actual story and i still enjoyed this movie to death i went to the theater to see it and i was like 11 or 12 loved it all the way through scared me a little bit um the annabelle stuff at the beginning was a great way to kind of start this shared universe type of deal yeah um but yeah that's pretty much all i got to say i just love this movie man it, the one, it almost made my top five <laughs> yeah yeah the one scene from the movie that still sticks to me the most is definitely the wardrobe scene Ah, on top of the wardrobe. Yeah. Oh, I actually have a friend that's in this movie, by the way. Um, oh, do you? Yes, Mackenzie Foy. She played, what sister did she play? She played Cindy? I think she played Cindy. Um, which is the middle sister. Uh, but yeah, I met Mackenzie back uh, two years after this movie came out. Maybe one year. I think I met her in 2014. Um when I was doing a bunch of acting stuff or trying to be an actor back in the day and we crossed paths at one point and we actually kept in contact a little bit when we were growing up and then we completely lost contact. Uh, <laughs> so maybe one day I can follow her on Instagram or something and she'll still remember, but I actually did. I actually was friends with her at one point. So that's, that's pretty another, cool. another person I have contact with, with this whole story and, you know, movie, whatnot. Yeah. That's pretty freaking dope. Yeah. Oh, man, I think the scene that sticks out to me the most is probably the, it's so little, like, it's subtle, but I like the way it was done. It's the, it's the sheet that, like, blows in the wind and then goes up against the window. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That <laughs> yeah. was pretty cool. I like that scene a lot, too. I like the movie in general, but uh, it was pretty hard not for it to make my top 20. I just, there was movies I just, I knew for a fact. I've watched over it, and I just, um, it's, like, probably my top 30, though, easily, my top 30. Yeah. But uh, my number six is Creep Show, the original Creep Show. I've not seen that man. We Ooh. have so many movies. I'm I, I'm so glad we did this because I wish. Yeah, you gotta. <laughs> Creep Show is probably my favorite George A. Romero movie. It's Stephen King and him coming together to make something. It's very comic book esque. It's has a, it's like a bunch of stories put together. It's a um, <clears throat> it's a uh, God. What is the anthology? It's an anthology movie. Hmm. A lot of iconic, creepy stories that uh, I won't go into full detail, but very classic. Very the, the oh, yeah. feel that you watch when you watch Creep Show is not like any other movie that you've ever seen in your life. I guarantee it. I, I will. So, I will watch it. You said it's Stephen King as like, the writer. I suppose. Yep. Um, Stephen yeah, King I, is I the writer, <laughs> and George A. Romero, who directed all of the classic zombie films, directed yep. it. Okay. Definitely I, highly recommend. I never heard of it, but I will definitely watch it. Stephen King. Like I said, I've, I've made it my mission somewhat to like read everything he's 
he's uh, written before and try to watch, you know, his adaptations if I can. So definitely we'll try to do that. Um, We're on the top five now. We are, aren't we? This is going to be, <laughs> this is going to be interesting. I don't think we're just not going to cross paths anymore. Now that Probably we're not. Um, this is going to be tough. Maybe once, maybe once. We'll see. But All not right. this one though. I highly doubt. But my number five is one of those movies I mentioned earlier, like Drag Me to Hill, you know, that I watched in secret. Uh-huh. Except this movie was the one that scared me the most. Uh, I, I told you Sinister is like the one that scares me now. Yeah. This one at the time scared me the most out of any horror movie, I think. And there's one more up here that also scares me now as an adult, but it's for a different reason. And that is number five, which is Dead Silence, 2007. Wow, I respect the hell out of that choice. I love Dead Silence. Man, what a... Second favorite James Wan movie. My first favorite. Honestly. It's great. It's really great. <laughs> it was It was his, It was was the first time I ever seen anything from him, I believe. I mean, if I'm not mistaken. Um, what was that? Yeah. Was that rhyme? Beware the stare of Mary Shaw? She has no children, only dolls. And if you see her in your dreams, be sure to never, ever scream. Man. Yep. She'll rip your tongue out. Yes, dude. That, uh, you don't, you just don't know how much that shit stuck with me as a kid because I was, there's no possible, I didn't even talk during this movie when I was watching it as a kid because of that. Really <laughs> has that. Say anything. <laughs> yeah, really has that cool kind of local town legend kind of feel to it, like Bloody Mary mm-hmm. or something like that. And, and me I, being terrified of dolls already before watching this movie, this movie did not make it any better. I was fucking horrified of dolls after this. Uh, specifically, the scene with the lightning. I've always had nightmares about shit appearing in my room when a lightning bolt, you know, like that up. when like Mary yeah. just coming like floating towards your bed, smiling yes. at you like that. Yeah, bro, this movie, this shit gave me nightmares for for weeks. It's the movie that scared me the most upon the first viewing. I think um, the one scene, that one flashback moment, was by far my favorite moment in the entire movie. Where it's that little, it's that old man as a little kid watching Mary Shaw on stage and that boy oh, insults her. Yes. Yeah. Too classic. I, it's so good. Where's the sequel? We need a Dead Silence sequel. Uh, bro, James Wan. I don't know how James Wan like feel about this movie. I, I never seen an interview with him, but I hope he knows how much people love this movie, man. I don't think he does, but he shared. He shared uh, because recently they released it, re-released it on 4K. He shared a post saying Dead Silence is now on 4K, guys. Oh, so uh, he so he acknowledges it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he acknowledges. I would do that to me, like if I were to direct, because Dead Silence is not far off from what I would do if I was to direct like a ventriloquist dummy horror film. Like that seems like something right up my alley, almost. Dude, uh, man, this that's a good point. That's a good pick. That one would definitely be in my top forty or thirty. I think, yeah, because I really do love Dead Silence. Such a, it's just a classic. It has, it's a, it's one of those classic movies to me. It's like, like how you said, uh, The Conjuring is like a modern day classic. I also consider yeah. that one to be one, but it's not as big. It's overlooked. Say. It's insanely yeah. overlooked. Yep. But, but that's all a, right, top five. Let's go. What you got? My number five is one that might surprise you. You're surprised me. Um, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> really? Number five. Yeah. What? It makes sense though with, with you because you know you tell me I love clowns. Me. Yeah, I love sense. clowns. It's silly. It's like everything <laughs> I love about the horror genre. It's just they had an idea. Let's. I was watching a documentary on this, and they even said like they they didn't want like a certain scene in the movie because they thought it was too silly. And I'm like, are you stupid? If you don't go silly with this, how do you expect it to work? I mean, look at the yeah. title. And they go all nuts. Have you seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space? I have seen. I actually, you have, know. Yeah. 
cotton candy cocoons, popcorn guns. I mean, they go all out and make it as silly. <laughs> and as, But some of the scenes are actually kind of creepy. If you are afraid of clowns, this movie will probably give you a little bit of a freak because there are some weird moments. I mean, especially that one scene where there's that one big clown standing outside that like burger joint looking at this little kid and pointing at the little kid to come outside and he has a freaking mallet behind him. He was going to knock that kid senseless. <laughs> and it's like, damn, that's pretty intense. But it, it is it is a silly movie. I mean, it does have horror elements in there. And I think it's become like one of the more biggest cult classics of all time. I mean, it's yeah. gotten so much bigger over the years, like a couple years now. I mean, even Trick or Treat Studios has like, or Spirit Halloween has their own like Killer Clowns from Outer Space segment in their store now. Oh, that's dope. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's gotten big. I mean, this year they just came out with a slim uh animatronic damn yeah so it's it's gained popularity yeah it it, i didn't realize how much of it definitely it it sounds like a cult classic Um, yeah and now there's a video game there's also one that's there's also a cult classic now oh that's exciting surprised about that's exciting but yeah it's getting a video game now too which i think if the video game does very well we're going to be getting yeah there's a killer clowns game coming out so what what blew it up over the years? Was it the whole 2016 th- bullshit that was going on in real life? I, that probably hap- That probably did help, though. Like, it probably did. But it just came out of nowhere. Like, people just started, hey, remember that movie Killer Clowns from Outer Space? It just gained that weird cult following, and now it's, like, giant. And it's just kind of awesome. You know, it's I like mean, one it's of those movies. Time, that's time. exactly That's exactly why I love it. It's exactly self-aware of what it is. It doesn't try to be anything serious. It's just having fun with the concept. Oh, that's why I, but I, that's, I expect that it's like that's my top. number five yeah <laughs> i wouldn't even thought of that movie in general like i i haven't heard that name in so long before you said that that's crazy. so classic i love it man that's interesting that's really interesting that's a cool pick though yeah I, You're, that's, I thought the same thing i thought the same thing with dead <laughs> silence i'm like that's a pretty you know not everybody would pick that movie in their top five but that sounds also feels more like just feels like a, a classic horror movie as opposed to that. So that was really a, like a, a out there like yeah, it's very movie. yeah, it's very eighties uh, self aware yeah horror comedy kind of movie. Though if you're afraid of clowns, it's probably straight up horror film. Yeah, uh, thankfully I never have been, but <laughs> not me either. So I, I had fun with it when I was a kid because I never was afraid of clowns. So absolutely. What's your number four? My number four. It, dude, like I said, other than number one and number two, like three through six, no, three through seven is just really hard to do. But my number four is The Shining, 1980. Makes Ooh. sense. Wow, that yeah. one wasn't even an honorable mention for me. Dude, the Shining, that, this is the other movie I said that that scares me now as an adult. It Like how you felt about um the thing, like that feeling of like isolation. Yep, like isolation. Insanity. Yeah, that that's how this movie gets to me as an adult now. Um, but overall, I appreciate the atmosphere. I appreciate more than anything. But even the writing, um, Jack the Nicholson. Yes, Jack Nicholson is what a. I still think this is the best thing he's ever done. I honestly. can't really. That's probably where I'm at too. And to think Stephen King just didn't like this movie. It's like it's crazy to me. I don't understand it. But you know. Um, as I read the book, I don't think I've ever finished the book, but I st- even even so, I still don't see how he doesn't. This movie, dude, it's it's damn. Out of all the movies on this list, though, it's not my favorite by any means. Like you already know, what my favorite is, but I think this is the best movie on my list. 
honestly. Like from yeah. this writing and the cinematography standpoint, I think yeah, Stanley cool. Kubrick is uh, masterful. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> it makes sense. I can't get enough of watching this movie, man. It like I don't know which movie you said earlier, but every time you watch it, you just get more out of it and you just love it a little bit more every time. That's that's what this movie is. I think I said me. I think I said that to uh Salem's lot, I wanna say. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look at that another steven see like <laughs> yeah, yeah i love um, stephen king you can't go wrong with him honestly even his bad shit is in, is entertaining right I, I just can't get enough of this movie it and uh mike flanagan my favorite writer and director of all time he did dr yep. sleep and i just loved it all over again so yep dr sleep that movie that's there's one moment in that movie that almost i almost had to stop watching because it was actually that brutal and it was that baseball player Oh, Jacob Tremblay. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That he kid. Did great. He did. But man, almost too great. Cause like I felt it. <laughs> they like the actors on They had to leave, yeah. Yeah. I had man. to start walking away because they just felt too bad. Like they actually felt like they were hurting him. Like Yeah. But crazy. His dad, his dad was he was on set too and he just gave him a big hug out there and smiled and gave him a high five. He was so happy with himself. That's great. Yeah. He deserved he almost deserved an Academy Award for that few minutes, honestly. Like damn. What the fuck, dude? I love both of those movies. I, I couldn't... It's just The Shining so iconic that I couldn't put Dr. I guess I could have put it here, like put it alongside The Shining, but The Shining has to get his own slot. It's just too... I, I agree. I agree. Uh, Shining's too phenomenal. Man. But uh, your number four, what is it? My number four is uh, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I did not expect... I seriously thought that was going to be your number one, like, nope. honestly. Now I have no idea what's like in your top your top three now, so I'm I'm yeah. excited. But uh. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, I was very much new to this movie when it came out. I bought it on Blu-ray, random blind buy, and I first time I watched it, I was like, oh my god, I feel like I need to watch that again. And I watched it a second time, and I absolutely just loved it. Uh, the feeling of being in Texas, which I was in Texas about two years ago, and I went to the gas station that they filmed uh, mm -hmm. the gas station scenes at. And man, it was so surreal. It added another layer of love to this film that I, I truly, you know, wanted to feel. Obviously, Gunnar Hansen as Leatherface, too iconic. Yeah, the hitchhiker. I mean, there's just so much about this movie that just, again, kind of like being very self-aware of how, uh, how creepy it is, but also how awkwardly silly it tried to be too, and it didn't work. It was even more creepy with it trying to be funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, I just, I, I love it. That's all I really had to say about it, but. I just think it's Gunner, uh, Gunner Hansen's, um, the director, Tobe Hooper's best movie. When you said earlier that the family disturbed you more in like the remake, yeah, the, I, I I said something. I kind of like made a like a exclamation, uh, exclaim during that, and I never said why. It's because I actually think that the most disturbing character to me in all the movies is the hitchhiker. Um, Hitchhiker's pretty messed up he, he's a little freak yeah <laughs> i think we just picked up dracula huh what's his what's the character's name i just can't remember i usually no i think his name has always been hitchhiker he doesn't have a real oh, name really yep i, I know the i know the cook's name. name is drayton sawyer but yeah, hitchhiker's true. always uh been called hitchhiker hmm. interesting yeah man he's scared not scared me but I, I find him to be like the most disturbing of all the characters in all the movies he's a he's a tall lanky freak <laughs> so yeah he's <laughs> he's kind of freaky um yeah. definitely the scariest part of that movie without question uh, I'm, I'm just so surprised that it's not this is this isn't your number one that's crazy. Now get ready 
when when you when I considered this list, like when I asked you about it, I could have sworn that we both knew each other's number ones, and now that I just don't know it at all now, so that's 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 fun. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, what's your what's your number three? My number three is something I considered to be my number two, Ooh. but it it was hard. But for me, my number three is 2009's Orphan, which is the movie that is a cult classic now as well. I have yet to see those. Yeah, they're highly recommended to me. Oh, you haven't seen Orphan? Oh, we nope. talked about this the, uh, the first time we met up. We, yep. we talked about this. I uh, still have not watched them. Ah, uh, you have to watch it, man. I can't I know the detail about it because, but it's she. Uh, I can't. I don't. I don't want to say anything because you have to experience it like without spoilers. You don't know anything about it at all, do you? No, I'm assuming okay. there's an orphan. Possibly. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm not gonna say anything about it because I'll. I need you to actually watch this. Yeah, like this no, is I will the movie do I recommend the most. Yeah, I recommend this. I will. Anything else? <laughs> all right. Well, that was your number three. Yep. But I will um, get to it. I will get to that at some point. Ah, dude. I, I, I know. talked about this movie for like an hour on one of my earlier episodes when the uh, the um, the the, requ- the prequel came out. So, yep. Uh, man. Yeah, that's fine. People, else. <laughs> people, people might be surprised what my number three is because they know I love this franchise to death. No, let me guess. All right. Wait a minute. It's it's a Halloween movie, isn't it? Nope. It's not. Nope. Okay, you say you love this franchise. That is a franchise. It's my favorite franchise. Yep, it's one of them. Um, I'm gonna say I'm just gonna say part two. What is it? Nope, it's the final chapter, part four. Really? Okay. Friday the Thirteenth, the final chapter. I think it has the best characters. It has the best overall feel and atmosphere. It's got uh, the greatest Jason, in my personal opinion, the iconic look with the green long sleeve shirt and the the tackies, uh, the khaki pants. Just think it's just simple, effective, and um, you got Ted White as playing him, and, and you know Ted White I think is fantastic as Jason. Mm-hmm. It's just overall, and I love camp setting movies, and it takes place in the woods. I just think overall it's the best one. It has again the best characters, which is saying a lot for the Friday the Thirteenth franchise, who just throws a lot of nobodies at you just to kill them. Yeah. So <laughs> I just think that's it's the best, most memorable one in my personal opinion, and uh, that's basically all I have to say about it. I know it might surprise people that it's number three but still it was really hard to kind of put these in order i just go by rewatch value uh mostly but yep friday the 13th final chapter is my number three friday the 13th i see all the movies kind of blend together to me so i don't i can't remember like the specifics of each one yeah um but i will say something that's completely unrelated in a way i would say my most fun moments in gaming was playing the game the friday the 13th game with my friends that's some of the best times of my of my game and like i i love that game that game's so fun dude i miss yeah. god i wish i can go back <laughs> yeah I, um, I i think they're yeah they're finally taking it off the market here next year and you won't be able to buy it anymore which is unfortunate but uh man uh dude it's just those those days uh it's classic. I, I hated they. I hated that happened to that game, dude. It could have been, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I honestly, you're gonna, you're probably gonna be like, what the hell? But my favorite Friday the Thirteenth movie is it isn't even a Friday the Thirteenth movie. I think Freddy vs Jason is probably my favorite. <laughs> you could probably, you could probably still put it under the Friday the Thirteenth category though. Ah, uh, okay. Well, that's probably. It has Friday the Thirteenth elements. Yeah, they actually go to Crystal Lake too. Yeah, um, they do. 
Yep. Not for that's long. where the final fight takes place. Yeah, I was going to say, it wasn't for long, but they were there. <laughs> uh, I love that movie, man. It, I think that's also an honorable mention for me that I didn't put on here. I probably should have, but I love Freddy vs. Jason. Um, that's pretty yeah. awesome. Uh, my number two, you probably already know what my number two is because we've said it. I've said it a few times, even on your channel and like polls and stuff. But at the time, my number two was just my number two by itself. But now I rewatched another movie a few times since then, and I'm going to add it in the same slot. And that is It Chapter One and It Chapter Two. Uh, oh, nice. Really, yeah, I really come to appreciate It Chapter Two. I think. It Chapter 1 is too, like, it, it feels like another classic, dude. It's like another modern-day classic. But Chapter 2 has probably my favorite character moments of the of the two. I really love the flashback scenes in Chapter 2. It, I, I wish they were in the first movie. Obviously, that can't work because you need, you know, it, how, however structured. It just can't work like that. But yeah, those flashback scenes, man, they all hit so hard. I love the dialogue, like the, the life lessons, like the life lessons at the end. Uh, the end monologues, like the last 20 minutes of that movie is like script writing gold to me. I love it. Um, I, my only regret about It Chapter 2 is I think it was a bit too padded. Like the runtime was a, a bit longer than it needed to be. Yeah. Not a problem for me because I love the... You know, I love them, so I, I liked having more more to watch than the normal movie. But um, right, I can see why that would be a complaint for sure. Uh, but other than that, dude, those two movies are probably the most nostalgic I ever feel watching a horror movie. It's probably the most nostalgic I ever feel watching a movie in general, other than um, uh, Stand by Me. I think Stand by Me is like the biggest nostalgic movie to me personally. Uh, but I love those two movies. I just I can't. I can't watch it enough times. I just rewatched them both like three times in a row the other day. Wow. So, I love them to death. You are, you nah. know what my number one is, but this is, those two are easily my, my first. Yeah. My, yeah. My number nah, two. I get it. I get it. You're talking about the Bill Skarsgård one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Bill Skarsgård yeah. and all them. All right. Now it makes perfect sense. I get it. They're, they're modern day classics. I would say it chapter two didn't hold up for me as well as it chapter one, but I completely understand. Yeah. Me either. Not originally. That's why I said at first it was just it chapter one here, but after rewatching it a few times, I, I have a new appreciation for it. Yeah. Um, I just love the character moments, dude. They just wrote all the characters so well. The only thing, if I swear, if it was a shorter movie, people would love it a lot more than they do. I think. Right. Right. It, it, I think they just went a bit too far into the the backstory stuff. If it wasn't for that, I really think people would enjoy this movie more than uh, more than they do. But. Yeah. Now, I, I, I think um, I think one of the biggest complaints I, heard, I used to hear was that they kind of went into more of a comedy aspect instead mm -hmm. of that horror like the first one really tried to do. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. It's kind of like it, depending on who you are, you might really love it. And that's that's awesome. Yeah. I, man, can't, I can't sing its praises enough. But what's your number two? Because I, I honestly just have no idea anymore. <laughs> My number two is uh, The Return of the Living Dead. Oh, another, I didn't, okay, didn't expect that. Another another zombie film. Have you ever yeah. seen Return of the Living Dead? <laughs> no, it, it, that's not the one I, that I mentioned earlier, is it? No, 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 no. It's, uh, this one is very much a horror comedy, but it's, it is okay. a horror movie straight up too. It's like very unsettling, very secluded movie. It's not like a world kind of takeover zombie film. It's very much, it takes place like at a cemetery and like a, a street. 
So, but it really is a lot of fun. I mean, zombies, it's, again, I won't go too much into it, but very 80s zombies film that has a really kick-ass score. Zombies are very iconic in my opinion, you know, with like Tar Man and stuff. So, I mean, it, it to me it is, and I've rewatched it so many times. It's one of those ones I can throw on every like five minutes and just enjoy and have a blast. Yeah. But uh, yeah, since you haven't seen it, I won't go too much into spoilers. Besides, I'll just say if you have not seen Return of the Living Dead, uh, definitely check it out. It's one of those ones that you will probably not regret watching. It's, it has some weird moments in there, but if you can get past the really weird moments, it really is a good time. Okay, so of all the movies on your list, so far at least, I don't know which number one is yet, but out of the movies on your list, if you could recommend one for me to watch that I haven't seen, what, what would it be? I'm already going to rewatch Pet Cemetery, so that doesn't count. But... Probably uh, probably Return of the Living Dead. Okay. That or Creepshow. One of those two. Oh, I forgot about Creepshow, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, for right. me, obviously, is Orphan. But... <laughs> Want to see our number ones at the same time? Oh, wow. What's your number one? All right. Uh, John Carpenter's Halloween. Oh, okay. My number one is, as everybody who watches this podcast know, my number one is Scream. So. Yeah. Yeah. I just, to me, John Carpenter's Halloween, I got to get ready to go here that soon. So. Jesus. I, I should have known that. I actually, I knew that, actually. I think I actually did know that. That was. Yeah, yeah. Movie. I've mentioned it. I've mentioned it several times. You know, it's one of those yeah. ones that I just, I can't, even knowing, yes, Friday the 13th, the final chapter has fought back and forth between that and my favorite slasher. At the end of the day, I, I have seen Halloween so many times, and I just keep going back and watching it. I, again, John Carpenter is my favorite director of all time, so this movie is just atmospheric as all hell. It's mysterious. You don't know much about this kid and why he did what he did, and that's kind of why it's scary. And, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis, obviously, as Laurie Strode, being that innocent teenager, just being stalked, it's creepy and unsettling. And, you know, obviously – you got Donald Pleasance giving his 100% as Dr. Loomis, my favorite Dr. Loomis performance uh, by him. He passed away, didn't he? Yeah, he unfortunately passed yeah, away. Rest in peace, Dr. Loomis. Yeah, and he, to me, is like the definitive Dr. Loomis. And this movie is just too good. The, of course, the soundtrack is terrifying. That soundtrack is banging, though. I yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, it's dope. But uh, that's why Halloween is my number one. And I've talked a million times. I, I have a whole, like, hour discussion about scream so there's no need for me to go into detail it's it's you know whatever it's my favorite movie of all yeah time. yeah <laughs> is that is that one you can't explain it just is what it is you love it that much and that's kind of me the same way with halloween and you know friday the 13th is my favorite horror franchise of all time but my favorite slasher movie in general is just halloween the original okay well one more quick quick question real quick so your yeah. favorite franchise is friday the 13th your favorite yep. movie is halloween the original well, yep. slasher movie and your favorite horror character individual character is jason jason okay yep uh well as you know mine is scream scream and then chucky chucky's my favorite horror movie character so <laughs> hell yeah well chucky's chucky's awesome hell yeah dude but jordan i know you said you got you got something to do so i appreciate yeah. you stopping by uh this list is fine it's just as fun as uh, holy shit it's been two hours but yeah um, <laughs> it's been a long it's been a long time yeah <laughs> it don't feel it doesn't feel see i just no. don't have anybody to talk about horror with so it just doesn't feel you know it does it, if it, i didn't uh, have to go i wouldn't have sped up as much as i did but I, unfortunately <laughs> i have to take my brother to work like in 15 minutes so okay well but uh we'll no i would yeah, yeah i'll definitely probably try to go with in more of the top five and like maybe a separate episode and we'll just go into them a little bit more and talk about them okay. a little bit more 
But I but, appreciate you stopping by, as always. Um, anytime you want to come by, you're always welcome. So, but hell yeah, day, man. Anything you want to say before you bounce out of here? Um, follow me through uh, at Jake Arts, pretty much on anything YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and stuff like that. If you guys want, I have a link tree also. So, but yes, um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun chatting it up. Man, facts. Always welcome here. And guys, if you stayed this long, I really appreciate it. Two hours talking about horror. Love it. But um, we'll catch you on the next one. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of The Real Reese. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.